Welcome to Royalty Redefined, where you become the queen or king of your life. If you're ready to thrive as a visionary leader and really step into your power as the creator of your reality, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Christina Kelly. I'm a coach to seven and eight figure brands and keynote speaker who loves helping ambitious leaders create the impact they were born to create. Now it's your turn. Let's dive in. On today's episode of Royalty Redefined is something that I recorded with our incredible guest, Sammy. And honestly, I went back and I listened to it myself two times afterwards, simply because I loved the juicy information in there so, so much. Sammy is actually one of my girlfriends who I met as I'm living here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And me and Sammy immediately connected because... One, Sammy's heart of service is so clear in everything that she does. And number two, Sammy is someone who has allowed herself to dream bigger, to think bigger, and also to lead others in that similar fashion. She has created a change in the world that will always be remembered because she has changed hundreds of lives for generations to come. The impact that Sammy has made is really amazing, But truly, what's even better than that is the heart in which she's been able to make these incredible changes in the world. She's someone who I'm really excited to call one of my good friends. And before we dive into the juice of this episode, I want to tell you a little bit more about her. Sammy is an entrepreneur, author, health and wellness advocate, wife and mama to two beautiful goddess girls. A creative, she has always been driven to run her own businesses and started at the age of 14. She is passionate about serving others and empowering people to live life to the fullest. She seeks to help women around the globe to remember their true power by connecting with their inner goddess. In her book, Idea, Awakening Your Inner Goddess, she takes you on a journey of magic, power, acceptance, and love with stories as well as practical tools and soul work to step into your potential. She believes in a new age of business where people are supporting people while positively impacting the planet, community, and abundantly profiting. As one who is constantly seeking personal growth, Sammy is always aiming to add value wherever she can. Today, in addition to her passion for creative outlets and writing, Sammy is a top leader in a global wellness company focused on educating about holistic, healthy lifestyle, as well as creating a sustainable future for our earth. Enjoy the interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I am so excited to have you here and especially excited today because today I'm letting you in on a conversation that I had with one of my good friends, Sammy. So Sammy Dryling is an entrepreneur, author, health and wellness advocate, wife and mama to two beautiful goddess girls. 
a creative, she has always been driven to run her own businesses and started at the age of 14. She is passionate about serving others and empowering people to live life to the fullest. She seeks to help women around the globe to remember their true power by connecting with their inner goddess. In her book, Idea, Awaken Your Inner Goddess, she takes you on the journey of magic, power, acceptance, and love with stories as well as practical tools and soul work to step into your potential. She believes in a new age of business, which we're going to be chatting about, where people are supporting people while positively impacting the planet, community, and abundantly profiting. As one who is constantly seeking personal growth, Samantha is always aiming to add value wherever she can. Today, in addition to her passion for creative outlets and writing, Sammy is also a top leader in a global wellness company focused on educating about holistic, healthy lifestyle, as well as creating a sustainable future for our earth. What a bio. This woman keeps busy. Sammy, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Love our conversations always. Well, we have so many juicy things to get into today, but what I really want to start with here is really going back to a little bit about where your own personal journey began. I know as I was reading over your bio, we have you starting out in business at the age of 14. I feel like some people listening to that probably had to do a double take that is such a young age to really get into the business world. But I also think that speaks to your true passion and deep soul desire to make an impact in the world. So I'm sure everyone listening is curious. Can you take us back a little bit to your childhood and to that time around 14 when you started to really get into business? Yeah, absolutely. So my first business, I started at 14 with my sister and one of my friends. And we had this clothing line called Stitched Volume. And it was like a t-shirt line. We printed shirts uh, at a local printer. Uh, My dad was my investor. And (laughs) it it was fun. And it was like my first little endeavor that really helped me learn about business and make decisions and have to kind of take risk management, like, okay, this is the, how much it's going to cost. My dad's going to give me $700 to, you know, print this many shirts. And then I have to make sure I can sell them. And then we have to pay them back. And okay, we, we made this much money from this, this launch. Let's do this spring launch for this new design. And, and so it was really fun. And we would set up a table in the hallway or the foyer of my of my high school. And at lunchtime, we would sell them. We'd have a boom box with like a CD in it. And we would, you know, ha- like make a little party in the, in the foyer. And then people would come and and buy the shirts. And, you know, at that time there's no social media. Like, I think it was right. Maybe the same year that Facebook started, like it was so long ago. Right. So I had a few pictures on Facebook, but that that's it. And there was no drop shipping or now, you know, you could put a shirt up online on a website and you don't even have to order one. Like you could do that for free. And then, you know, some companies printing them and shipping them directly to your client. So it's crazy how much things have changed, but that's where we, that's where we were that at that point in time. Um, but it was so much fun. And from there, I, I worked lots of different jobs, um, getting experience in different places and making connections and, when I started a job at a retail store 
and told in my interview, I remember I told the manager you know, that I had this t-shirt line or that I had had it. I can't remember if I was still doing it by then. And, uh, she was, she was just blown away. And she was like, like, you need to take this program at this, at the college here in town, which is where I was planning on going, but it was called small and medium enterprise management. It was all, it was, it's, it's an entrepreneurship program. And so it teaches you literally every single class is like how to run a business. So we had like a marketing class. We had a um, e-commerce class, which at that time was like building an HTML website. It was, you know, so different still. Um, it's, I mean, gosh, it's been like almost 12 years now since I was, it has been 12 years since I was in college. So it, time does fly, but we had advertising, we had like skills where we had to learn how to present. We learned how to learn about mindset, like had the best teachers in that program. Um, we had to do business plans. We had to like, literally start entire businesses, have an entire business plan, financials. You had to have an accounting class, like all the things that you learn as an entrepreneur, or, or most of the time you don't learn as an entrepreneur and you're trying to figure out, or you're trying to hire all the experts. Um, now we still were taught to hire experts for all of those things, but at least so that we knew what was going on in our business. But through that course, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do because I was, I didn't want to stay in one place. And at that time it was really pretty much brick and mortar businesses. Like there wasn't a whole lot of online or flexibility. Um, but that's when I learned about the company that I ended up aligning with, which is a social marketing company. And, uh, I started that at 19. So it was, I was actually in my first year of college when I started that. And that's where like, I really learned everything, right? Like all the skills, like all of that, that journey going to school and having that first kind of little business as a teenager were the step, the stepping stones to my business that I've run now for 12 years that has completely changed my life. But even throughout those, that first 10 years, like that was a journey of 10 years getting to the top 1% where I had to really step into myself and learn all of the skills and master the skills. And I think that's the thing is people might look at me now and be like, oh, you're so young to have the life that you have or whatever um, at 31. But Either they don't see that it's been literally a 15 or 16 year journey, right? A lot of the times we compare ourselves in our beginning phases to somebody's like highlight reel or somebody's decade in, and that's just not fair to ourselves. So it's better to start now than not start at all. Such an incredible story. There's so much that I want to pick out here based on what you've said. And a lot of this we've talked about in conversation before, but there's even some pieces in here that I feel like I'm hearing about for the first time as well. So many things here to touch on. But the first thing that I really want to talk about is what you just mentioned here at the end, which is that you should not compare your day one to somebody's day 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because often, you know, we do that. I think especially with social media and as yeah. a woman, we're scrolling, wanting to compare ourselves. And it's so crazy to really, you know, think about how with social media, we are comparing ourselves to somebody else's day 15 when we are where we are right now. And this is probably a part of what hinders our own inner goddess from coming out, because the truth is, in accordance with what you said, we're all on our own journey wherever we're at, you know, get after what you want. But also you're in perfect timing with where you're at right now. A hundred percent. 
with what you just said, this is, I feel like something that I just want to like take a pause on and emphasize because you are young to be able to have a lot of the incredible things that you do. I also know that you worked your butt off in order to get there. Like you made it work and you did start at such a young age. And I think that anyone listening to this, whether they're young or whether they're a little bit older than us, what a beautiful reminder that you can get to where you want to go. But to what you spoke to as well, I think it's also about having that patience and also grit and understanding throughout the journey. Absolutely. And it's never too late to start. You know, I hear women who are in their 60s, like, well, you know, it's too late. And it's like, no, you most, so many great people who've created literally world-changing things started at 40, 50, 60. And we just hold ourselves back because of the comparison or because of our own limiting beliefs or, you know, these, these things that are on repeat in our heads that are absolute BS really, you know, and, and we're just allowing them to play over and over again for years until we believe them when we have to take control of our life, control of our mind and say, no, I'm going to go make it happen. And the crazy thing is that you probably don't know is in my company, we have all the averages of how long it takes to get to a certain level. And the level that I'm at is the top 1%. So it's the top level you can get to, but the average time to get there is four years, but only 1% of people get there. And what a lot of people do is they look at that and they say, oh, well, only 1% of people get there. So why would I even try? But what I saw is 99% of people quit. It's not that there's this lucky 1% that just gets chosen. It's that 99% of people don't stick it out. And I have a choice to be the top 1% and so do you. And so that was like a big decision that I made from the very beginning is I will be the top 1% and I don't care how long it takes me to get there. And so when, when I got there 10 years in, like, do you think I'm like, wow, I'm a big loser. Most people get get there in four years. I know people who've gotten there in four months, but it's, you can't compare yourself. And now looking back, it's like, yeah, I wish I was there when I was 20 and two years in, I keep saying like, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I didn't for so long, but that's because I had to grow into the leader that it was going to take to help thousands of people. And when you look back, you realize that you just had more growing to do. And also that the timing was absolutely perfect, right? And so we can't compare our journeys to others. And we also can't be so hard on our own journeys. Like we have this idea that this life plan in our head from our mental space, like as I talk about in my book, like our our masculine, our human masculine side that's saying, okay, I should be here. I should be married with kids and have this job and be making this much money, have a house like this and a car like this by this age. Otherwise I'm a failure. And if things don't work out exactly like that so often, I mean, number one, we don't even have the conversation with ourselves of like, what can I do to change my, my life, to change my situation? But also we don't accept where we are. We don't accept all the things we could never could have imagined coming in, good or bad, hard or easy. Like then it's like 
we always say in our business, you underestimate what you can do. You overestimate what you can do in like a month, but you underestimate what you can do in a year or five years. And so it really is giving yourself like grace on the journey, looking back and seeing how far you've come and realizing that everything is in divine timing. And if we stop trying to control it so much with that, like human masculine, you know, trying to literally like plan everything, control everything and realize that if it doesn't go that way, it doesn't mean you failed. It means stop trying to control everything, surrender and allow the greater divine life path to unfold before you because it's always going to be 10 times better than what you tried to create. Wow to all of that, especially the last line. Surrender to the divine plan because it's always going to be 10 times better than what you are trying to create. That is so powerful. And that in itself is a testimony to not allowing you know the downs of life to really take you down forever, forever, but rather as seeing them as this is on the way and not in the way. Yes. Within your own journey, you have had, you know, plenty of hiccups as anybody has in their journey, but what, you know, it sounds like has enabled you now to get to the top 1% you guys of this incredible company she's a part of, it, it has been you sticking it out. It has been you really seeing things as on the way, not in the way and ultimately surrendering to doing your part, but then also kind of letting God do his part as well, which is so powerful. Something else that I want to touch on here, just so that way people listening can understand, you spoke about masculine energy. And I know what masculine and feminine energy is. We might have some people listening who maybe this is the first episode they're listening to on the show. They don't know a lot about it, but I would love for you to really elaborate on masculine versus feminine energy a little bit more to somebody who's new to the concept. Absolutely. It's two, two, two. Um, (laughs) So... Masculine and feminine energy, it has nothing to do with gender. We both have these aspects within ourselves. Um, and that's just the best terms that everyone can kind of like characterize and 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 understand, identify within themselves. So it's it doesn't have to do with, you know, your gender or your identity or anything like that. Um, but the masculine, and I the way I talk about it in my book is that we have our human masculine and our feminine our human feminine, and then we have our divine masculine and our divine feminine. You could also say it as like maybe the shadow feminine and the shadow masculine. You know, there's there's positive and negatives, or there's kind of like the light and the dark of both sides um, to all of us. And what I talk about in my book is that our world has been so controlled by that human masculine or that shadow masculine for so long, where that's it's all about power and money and greed and just this energy of like control. And, um, but there's, there's all these divine aspects of the, the masculine that basically the side of the masculine you want to tap more into. And then there's a side of the feminine that you want to tap more into. Um, and so, you know, you want to think of things like, um, for the masculine, divine masculine, it would be planning systems, leadership, confidence, um, like safety, security, strength, power, all of that kind of stuff is, is a really great way to see it. It's also like more of that logical aspect, right? Where you can kind of look at a problem and find solutions, right? It's, it's more of that, like, systematic planning, um, having structure, 
if that makes sense, right? But then it's also like being feeling safe, feeling comforted, feeling like that big embrace from like a big muscular man that's like a teddy bear, <laughs> you know, if that's like it. And I'm, I'm saying that within yourself, like you can tap in with that within yourself. It doesn't ha- have to do with another person at all. It's like, oh my God, I can feel so safe and secure and whole within myself. And so if you're more in like the, the shadow feminine, uh, which is where the, the feminine has been so feared over the last, you know, multiple centuries, where, you know, it's like, oh, you're too moody. You're too emotional. Um, you don't have self-worth. You don't have self-confidence. You're trying to pour from an empty cup all the time. You're not taking care of yourself first. You're trying to take care of everyone else, which is great. That's a positive part of the nurturing feminine, but you're doing it at, at the depletion of yourself. And so there's those types of patterns. There can also be like, maybe like, like a lot of guilt, shame that can also be associated with that shadow side of the feminine. Um, but, but the goal is to balance both of the divine aspects within you. So the, the divine feminine, which is what my whole book is about, is all about flow and trust and surrender and this brilliant limitless power that like shines like this radiance. It's like, it's, it is that, that true inner confidence as well, as well. It's nurturing, it's caring, it's, it's love. It's um, yeah, it's embrace. It's abundance, like true abundance. And, and it's just, and it's intuitive. It's intuition. It's, you know, it's like your higher self. It's all of that good stuff too. And so what I've learned is that the best way to live your life is to, to act, like honor the aspects of both and embrace them. And a lot of the times when we've had some kind of a trauma or some kind of a, a hard situation with a gender, like men or women, um, we associate, we actually like cut off we associate those aspects of ourselves with a gender. Like I said, they're not right. But w- let's say within a man, either a father figure or a partner, we're looking for safety and security and to be taken care of. Like maybe as a woman, that is part of our actual like nature, like our, our, our animalistic nature. I don't know. Um, and so, but then if, if they abandon you, then all of a sudden your fear is abandonment and I don't trust men, but that's not fair. First of all, to, to men, but it's also not fair to you because you're cutting off that aspect of yourself and you're not giving that, that to yourself, which is possible. So there's just so many layers of it, but I think that's a a good overview to, to at least get people started. As one of the very first listeners to the Royalty Redefined podcast, I have a special offer just for you that I had to interrupt this interview to tell you about. For the first two weeks that this podcast is being released, I am doing a giveaway for a $100 Amazon gift card that you can use on whatever you want and also a crown because I want to see you show up as the queen or king of your life. To be 
entered in this giveaway, all you have to do is leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot of that review, and go ahead and DM that to me at I am Christina Kelly. Thanks so much and enjoy the rest of the interview. I think that's an amazing overview as well. And I love so much of what you spoke to here, especially that, you know, of course, it's not necessarily we use the terms masculine and feminine, but men and women both need a balance of both things, right? So for me, I don't always just want to be like in my feminine energy. Sometimes we need a little bit of that masculine energy and also vice versa. I think you spoke to this very clearly, too, with also speaking to the shadow sides of each because the shadow side, or when I'm saying shadow side, I mean the not great part of the feminine energy is sometimes like the over nurturing to the point where you're giving from an empty cup and eventually you're just going to burn yourself out, you know, and but the divine feminine is I'm going to fill myself up. I'm going to fill up your cup. We're all going to feel amazing. It's going to be creative. We're going to be in flow. And so I think you spoke to this very clearly and really perfectly. Something else that I want to touch on here that you mentioned earlier is that you had to grow as a leader in order to get to the point that you're at now within your career and even just with where you're at with what you're receiving in your life right now. I would love for you to touch on a little bit about what you feel like has enabled you to become a stronger leader and also a more impactful one. Because for anyone listening, Sammy does incredible work. You know, she is such a powerhouse female business owner, but she's also genuinely changing so many lives. And you can see that on her social media, but me as her friend, I also genuinely see that. And so I would love for you, Sammy, to touch on what you think has enabled you to really grow as a leader and maybe a couple of lessons that you had to learn. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that a lot of the times the shadow aspect is the lesson you know, in whether that's of a masculine or feminine or just life, you know, a lot of that contrast is where the creation is created. Um, When we know what we don't want, we start to get clearer on what we do want. And, you know, you hear story after story of people who've gone through things that we can't even imagine being reality and overcoming them. And, and being in love with life and just being in forgiveness for the craziest things. And I just believe that that's all of our lesson is to, to love, you know, lead with love and, and to, to realize that we are limitless. So I had loads of lessons, loads of, of vehicles of growth, and most of them were the challenges. So I think that is exactly what you said. Like, this is not in the way, it's on the way. I love that because eventually what I started to realize through my business, like for me, my business is literally a reflection of my personal growth. It's so cool. Like I did not see that at the beginning, but once I was really on the journey, I was like, oh my gosh, this lesson is coming up over and over again. And I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to just get around it and not do the work or not, you know, heal this within myself for years and years and years when I just have to go straight into it. I just have to feel it all. I just have to forgive it and love it. And once I started to do that, everything started to change. So then I started to realize like whenever the challenges come up, 
they're a gift to me. Like they are literally my vessel of absolute next level me. So I really started to embrace them. And I think that that's something a lot of people don't realize that they have a choice to do. You know, I talk a little bit about in my book about um, the different archetypes that we often play into. And, you know, the victim is one of the the big ones. Just becoming a, a victim of your own circumstances and just thinking, well, this happened to me. And so therefore I can't move forward. And, you know, this sucks and woe is me. And I was there for a long time in my life. And then I just realized literally I can change anything I want. And actually, this is so crazy. I was talking about this on my story this morning. So I I was watching this documentary last night called um, The Way of Miracles. It's really good. So I recommend it to all of you guys. But um, he was talking about this Nobel Peace Prize winner. And I've heard this before, but it was just like, oh my God, it literally hit me so hard last night that all my dreams were about this. And basically now science has proven, okay, that there's two aspects of the universe. Now I'm going to get into really deep, all the quantum. No, I know. I love it. Go go into it right now. (laughs) Okay. So you guys, literally there's two aspects of our world, our universe, ourselves, our life, everything. And that's energy and matter. Okay. E equals MC squared, right? Einstein. Cool. So the, 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 this other Nobel Peace Prize winner found out, figured out, okay, that 99.9999999999% of our entire existence and experience is energetic. And only 0.0000001% is actually matter. And it's hard to wrap your head around that. But think about it. Like most of us are living in this world as if it's just matter. We don't even pay attention to energy. We don't even know the first thing about energy. But the truth is every single thing is made up of energy. Every single cell in our bodies, every single cell of every single thing that you can touch and hold and hear and taste is energy. Like that is the basis of everything that exists. And so I just think that is so crazy to realize that energy changes. Energy can be shifted. It's literally all vibrations. And so in this movie, they're talking about changing the, you know, people's health and change, like all these incredible stories. But that was what I really started to learn about is that my life is going to play out the way that I'm perceiving it because it's all energy. There's nothing concrete. Like Nothing is concrete. So what you're going to perceive and experience is what you keep playing in your head as reality. But somebody else, you know this, somebody else can go through the exact same thing as you and they have a completely different perspective on it. And you're both right and you're both wrong. And it's not about being right. Right? I know. So it's just like, That's what I started to do is like when I would have those challenges, I'm like, I get to perceive my life however I want to perceive it. So I'm not a failure because I'm not going to give up. This isn't a bad thing. It's hard. It's challenging. It's it's challenging my human self. But I know at my true level that I'm limitless. And so is every other human being on this planet. 
And we all have that within us. And I'm here to remind people of that. And so how can I let myself just go down in the dumps forever when I've got a mission here to, to help awaken people? And so that was really like what pulled me. It was like my why, my vision, my mission, and my dreams. Like I was just like, it's if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And that's it. Oh, wait, can we... Let's rewind. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. I've never heard that before, but I love that. That's a big mantra that we have within our company. It's if oh it's meant gosh. to be, it's up to me. It's like, it's like I think a lot of people, um, whether they're you know more spiritual or more religious, it's like, oh well, if like God willing, or um, you know the the universe will figure it out or whatever. And it's like, no, but you're the co-creator. Like, yeah. God doesn't want you to just like sit there and wait for him to do something. Like you got to be the hands that make it happen. Like work through me, like, let's go. We're the co-creator. And so I think that that's just, you have to take ownership of your life instead of just waiting around for something to change. You've got to change it and you have the power to do that. And you have infinite intelligence or God at your fingertips, ready to go with you, but you've got to get up and do the work. Amen to all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If it's meant to be, it's up to me. I feel like I need to put that on like the wall of my office someplace because that is such a power line. And also too, to what you just spoke about with the knowledge that the majority of everything is energy. For some people who maybe aren't familiar with really grasping their head around what that really means, when you're saying this, what I'm really thinking about is, okay, if everything is energy, if energy is something that can constantly change, then what that means is I can constantly change. I can constantly change my circumstance. I can constantly change my outcome. And that begins with changing your mindset. And then once you change your mindset, like once you really decide, I'm going to make it through this. Once you really decide... I'm going to make it to the top 1% of the company that I'm in. Once you really decide, then your actions are going to follow suit. But what I'm hearing from you is that it starts with that decision. And it sounds like that's been a huge part of you stepping into your power as a leader. 100%. 100%. Like it, it is a decision. Like I, after 10 years in my business of not being at the top, you know, slowly working my way up. I had that shift where literally it was like, you place your order with the universe like you do at a restaurant and you know, it's coming. That's it. And so, so many of us, we pray for something or we ask for something, or we try to manifest something yet. We're constantly in the state and the vibration. So energetically we are down here. We can only experience what's down here in the lack of it. If you constantly envision it being in the future, it's always going to be in the future. So if you place your order with the universe, like at a restaurant, like you're not like, oh, when is it coming? Like, am I going to get it? It's like, no, it's coming. It's inevitable. It's done. You ordered it. Boom. That's it. Now you're aligning with it being here. You're, You're in the vibration of it already being done. And that's when you're going to see those things come to life. But also it's like, not needing them anyways, because you're already full, you're already whole, you already are abundant. And I know that it's it's a lot to say. And when you haven't really experienced that magic of life yet, it's hard to believe. But I recommend just like starting with something really small, like something random, 
Like I'm going to, I want to see a purple dragonfly or like, I don't know anything that's just random that you don't normally see all the time and just test it out like that. And then just let it go. Like as if it's already done and you're going to see it, you're going to find these random things. Or, you know, I was like, like, I love getting random checks or like, I love manifesting like a parking spot at the front. I always park at the front. I remember the last time we met. No, it's so true. You guys, this is, this is very, very true. I'm circling around the parking lot, like for what feels like what, like 15, 20 minutes and Sammy goes, I'm inside. I just drove by and a spot opened up in front. I'm like, how did you do that? But also like, I I, I willed it to happen because I was, I drove around multiple times too. And I'm like, okay, okay, universe, like have somebody pull out exactly when I'm driving in. I want to park as close as I can to the door. And I had someone pulling out back, like maybe like, I don't know, a few meters down from the door. And I was waiting for that spot. But then while I was waiting for them to pull out, somebody like a few cars down, literally the closest spot you could possibly get to the door also pulled out. And I was the first one in line. So I drove straight into that spot and the person behind me took the next one. And I was like, yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So now what we're kind of diving into is really more so this topic of manifestation. And I think that, you know, for people who are new to this, or maybe this is not super familiar to them, it can sound kind of like, you know, weird and out there. But at the same time, we're always manifesting everything. And so for anyone listening to this, something that I know I've done, Sammy, you've probably done this, is really go back and think about times in my life where I was in a pickle. Okay, let's just put it like that. I was not in a good spot and I really needed something to open up and work out for me. And then something did and it happened unexpectedly. Maybe you move to a new city and then you end up meeting a great new friend. Maybe, you know, you find this amazing job that really fulfills you. Maybe you end up running into someone who ends up being a mentor in your life, whatever it is, I think it's so powerful to go back and think about the times in our lives when we were in, you know, a pickle, a bad spot, whatever it is. And then somehow you are provided for and things worked out often better than you could have imagined on your own. And so I love the example of like looking for a dragonfly and stuff like that. And I've done that before, but also too, I think it's important for people to like take a look back and be like, wow, I remember when I really needed someone and then that person ended up popping up into my life in a way I didn't expect it. Yeah. I think that another great way to reflect is like when you wanted something so badly, but you just believed it. Like, I don't know if it's like maybe a job you really wanted, but you walked out of the interview, like it's mine, it's done. And then you got it. But when you walked out of an interview where you were like, "Oof, man, I don't know. And you were all nervous about it. Like maybe you didn't get that job. Maybe you did. But it's like, when you know, you know, like when you're, and, and then the other thing is, you know, this is like where God willing comes in. It's like, you trust that it's this or better. So if that, if it doesn't work out the way that you planned, then it's because there's something even better coming to you and always trusting that. So some affirmations that you can say to yourself every day and really become beliefs is everything's always working out for me and life is happening for me and not to me that's getting us out of that victimhood and into the co-creation of our own life. And like I said, it's all perspective, you know, the same, like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a really good example, but it's just like two people could go through the exact same thing. I don't know. Like, let's say you get fired from your job or you get like, you get let go. Right. And maybe you've been like, 
saying, oh, I want to do something better. I want to fulfill myself. I want to feel blah, 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 blah. I want to have more money. And you get, you get fired or you get whatever, let go and laid off or something. And um, one person could just go absolutely in the dumps and be like, life sucks. I got fired. This is awful. And somebody else could be like, okay, I mean, why is this happening? Like, maybe there's something better that I'm supposed to do. And then all of a sudden they get their dream job where they get to work less and they get paid more. And they're like gifts and talents are actually being used and they're excited to go to work every day. So it's all perspective and just trusting that everything's always working out for you is a great way to make sure you kind of keep on that positive path of trusting and surrendering. Mm. I love all of this so much. This is such a, I feel like every interview on here has been so powerful, but this is such a power interview. I personally am going to go back and listen to this, particularly on the days when I am just not feeling it, right? Because we all have those days. A couple last questions that I really want to end with here is one, during those times when you have had challenges in your life and specifically when you're rising into your power as a leader, because you guys, Sammy is very humble, but the reason why she's on this show right now is because I know for a fact she is a beautiful example of leading with love. She is incredibly successful in multiple different areas. We didn't even touch on your life as a makeup artist in Canada when you were like such a badass in that industry. Like we don't even have time for all of that. But Sammy is someone who's genuinely, she's achieved a lot of success in her career and she's earned every bit of that. Yet at the same time, she is genuinely creating a positive impact in the lives of those that she works with. And also personally, I've met her husband and we've gone on double dates and I've met her beautiful two daughters. And she, the reason why she's here is because she genuinely is an example of leading with love. And there's some people who maybe are leading with love, but they're not quite seeing that abundance come in yet. And there's other people who maybe are leading and they're having the abundance come in, but they're not feeling fulfilled with it because they don't have that love infused into their work. You have created a beautiful combination of all of that, right? You're leading with love in your career and in your personal life. I would love to know Well, two questions for you. One, on the days when it's been hard, on the days when it's been hard to maybe show up as this amazing leader, you know, what have you done to really show up as this leader who's leading with love? And then number two, what does leading with love really mean to you? I love that. Um, Great questions. The truth is there's only two, two ways that you can live. You can live out of love or you can live out of fear. And fear is the absence of love. It's it's coming from a place of lack. It's coming from a place of of fear. I mean, you know, it's it's fear. And so that can look like a lot of different things. It can be not stepping into your potential, not fully loving your partner, not fully being who you are, not fully using your gifts. Um, not taking that trip that you've always wanted to take. You know, there's so many different ways that fear can play in. Fear of judgment of what other people will think, fear of failure, all of these things. But I just believe that we came here. We chose to come to this planet to grow, to expand, and to love, and to remember who we truly are. And when you're in a place of fear, you can't do any of those things. So how fulfilling can your life be when you can't do all the things that you came here to do? 
And I think that honestly, most people are living from that place of fear, holding themselves back, not remembering who they are. You know, we've all forgotten our true essence and our true power. And the more of us that rise up and step into it, regardless of what people are going to think, regardless of what people are going to say, the more it gives permission to others, it helps others to remember that they have that within them as well. And for me, I just think about, you know, what is life about? Like when we look back on our lives, what are we going to be able to say? Are we going to be able to say that we lived it fully and we did all the things we wanted to do? And we're so glad that we tried and failed and learned and grew and loved. Or are we going to say, I wish I did more. I wish I didn't spend so many nights Netflixing my life away. I wish I, you know, had loved fully in my, in my, in my partnership. And, and, you know, that's like a really good example of a place where I think a lot of people aren't fully in their power because the more that you open up your heart to love somebody, the more risk it is to get hurt more. And so a lot of people are just half living their love and it's like, man, but it's so worth it to go all in and see how deep love can go with another human being and with yourself. Like most people have not even started to love themselves. And if you haven't, then definitely get my book or my audiobook because that's the whole journey is loving yourself and realizing that you are a freaking goddess and that you should be living in your power and loving yourself and shining your light in all the ways that you, that you are gifted and meant to do and that light you up. So I just, for me, there's no other way, you know, every time I'm faced with a decision or a difficult situation, I just always come back to like, what is the most, what is the place of love that I can live from in this situation? And that's just the best way to, for me to go about it. And the other thing that really kind of pulls me out of those times or drives me is to teach what I learn, you know, I'm not teaching because I'm just this master guru. Like, no, not at all. It's because I'm in the, in the stuff with you. Like I'm, I had to go through the same thing. I had to rise above the same thing. Like none of us are perfect. None of us are, or just on different places in our journey. And I just believe that if more of us over overcame things and then shared our lessons and our and our gifts with the world, like the world would be a better place. And we would all realize that we're all the same. You know, we're all connected. We're all unique and different in our own way, but we're also, we're also all the same and we all go through the same stuff and you're not alone and life doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be horrible. Like, yes, there's hard things. Absolutely. That's just life, but it doesn't have to be this, you know, this never ending doomsday like it can truly be magical and i i do believe that we came here to to find that and to create that so beautiful and what a really powerful way to really be closing out this episode today i do have one last question for you but i think that some of the key things that i personally am really taking away from this interview with you is One, we have the ability to create anything that we desire, but also number two, we shouldn't judge ourselves in the process of getting there, right? To what we spoke about earlier, don't spend so much of your time comparing your day one to someone else's year 15, right? Which I am guilty of doing on social media sometimes, looking at other people and what they're doing. Me too. 
And it sounds like too that a big theme for you with you really leading with love and now changing literally thousands of lives with the work that you do and leading all these, you know, incredible people is that the way that you are leading yourself is going to be a reflection of the way that you lead others. And you understand that the more that you really work on loving and knowing yourself, the more deeply that you're going to be able to love and receive abundance within your business and that really it's all just a mirror. And so we're now about to dive into your amazing book, which I personally have read. Okay, you guys, wait, we just need to stop for a second. If you liked this interview at all, you have to get this book, not just because it's value packed, but because the whole thing blows your mind. Sammy lives such an interesting life. I remember, so we met for coffee once and Sammy goes, Christina, I I wrote a book. I was like, oh, awesome. I'm going to buy your book. So I go and buy her book. Her whole, we didn't even really touch on your story here. Her whole story is mind blowing. I'm like, okay, little teaser, you guys. I met up with her after I started reading her book. I go, Sammy, the picture flew off the wall. She goes, the picture flew off the wall. (laughs) We're laughing as we're recording this now. Her life story and how she's gotten to learn the lesson she has now is beyond fascinating. (laughs) So if you you at all are are listening to this and thinking, this sounds kind of interesting. I kind of want to learn more. Go and read her book. It's going to awaken your inner goddess. But more than that, it's just, it's going to blow away. It's a fun read. It's interesting. It's exciting. And it's a true testament to to your own journey of self-understanding, of awakening to who you truly are, which is a powerful creator. And what's so beautiful about this book is that you give other people the opportunity to do the same. So I want you to talk about your book, but as someone who's read it, I had to give it like a quick little intro. And then of course, we're going to drop a link for that in the show notes. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad you read it and loved it. It's so funny because when I was recording the audiobook at that part as well, with the picture flying off the wall, um, you know, my audio guy, Nick, shout out to Nick, who also is doing your, your show. Um, he was like, wait, what did that actually happen? <laughs> like the same thing as you. So it's funny. I get that comment a lot. Like, wait, is that a real story? I'm like, yes, they're all real stories. I know it doesn't sound even believable, but it's so true and it's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It was a really fun project. It's really like, it's just my, my soul my soul work to put that out there. I truly believe in it. I believe that if every single woman read that book, our world would change forever um, because our our divine feminine sides for both men and women have been so suppressed. And when we awaken them and we're in that abundance and that flow and that trust and that surrender and that just beautiful, intuitive uh, part of ourselves. And we're caring about the people and the planet and everyone wins all the time. It's just a completely different paradigm to what we're living in now. And um, I just know that it would be absolutely magical. So uh, I do have the book on all the platforms that you buy books, or I also have the audio book, which I mean, obviously it depends on how you like to read. If you prefer to read a physical book, then definitely get the book. For me, as a mom of two, I have not been able to like properly sit down and read a book in probably <laughs> over a year because it's just too crazy. And it's like the time that I do get, it's like, okay, well, I want to meditate. I want to, you know, do something. 
And so it just takes me too long to get through a book. So I love audiobooks because it really helps me while I'm in the car or um, doing dishes or whatever I'm doing to be able to listen. And I'm just almost finished listening to the audiobook as it's finalized and it's it's up for sale. You can get it on the Apple Books. You can get it on a lot of places. Um, and it's been really fun even for me to listen back to. Like I'm enjoying it. So I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm really coming from a place but of you like can't humbleness. Toot your own horn here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's also like it's also cool because as I read it, like I'm reminding myself too. You know, I'm not perfect. And then also like my editor was amazing. And so she really helped me to create this beautiful flow. And so as I'm listening to it back, I'm just like, this is really good. I really do think people are going to love it and people are really loving it. So I do appreciate every single person who purchases it, but I don't just want you to purchase it. I want you to dive into it and read it and do the work because I know that if you do literally your whole life will change. So, so thank you for, for sharing that, uh, with everybody. Absolutely. Well, Sammy, it has been such a joy to have you on the show today. You know, we touched on so many beautiful things here, but again, everybody, this is truly just the tip of the iceberg. I, I don't, I don't want to give too much away with your book, but literally reading it, I had many moments where I put it down. I was like, is this real? And I like talk to Sam. She'd be like, that really happened. I was like, what? Like, it literally leaves you like on the edge of your seat because you're like, I can't believe it. And yet there's so many beautiful lessons woven into it. So go ahead, take a look at this book at the audiobook or the physical book, whatever you want. That will all be linked in the show notes. Or if you just want to look it up later, it's called Idea, um, Awakening Your Inner Goddess. And you can also go to my website, awakendia.com. So dia is D-E-A. Dia is Latin in goddess. And so it's about I, the goddess, idea, changing the idea we have about ourselves and awakening our inner goddess. I absolutely love this. Sammy, are there any last words that you want to leave us with today? No, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to listen to more of your episodes. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast, Awaken and Flourish. Amazing. I can't wait either. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope that this was able to really inspire you, light you up and excite you and just open you up to a whole new world of possibility when you truly are leading yourself and others with love. 